Hi, everybody, and welcome again to the new season of Women's Healthcare with Dr. Bruce Pierce. Again, my special guest today is a recurring character on my podcast, and this is Dr. Asha Proctor, my business associate partner. Hello. You know, I say partner, yeah. you know, people say we're partners, but we are partners. We but, are you know, but not, business partners. Biz- that's why I say we're business partners. So, so, Dr. Proctor, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Welcome back. Uh, are you excited about the the third season of Women's Healthcare? I cannot wait. I'm I'm stoked. I'm super excited. Me too. So we had a hiatus. We did have a COVID pandemic. So mm-hmm. I'm using that as my excuse. Although people did make podcasts during the pandemic, pretty but, much so. But I'm we are we are healthcare providers. So right. we we were busy. We were busy. So but you know things ho- are calming down hopefully, yes. and now we're now we're back in business. So, Doctor Proctor, yes. do. Women, when they come in for the visits, ever ask you about sex? Um, I will say pretty much the majority of my visits, usually as I'm trying to leave the room. <laughs> so it's a, it's a popular topic. Absolutely. Uh, we would say. I agree. Me too, believe it or not, even though I am of the male gender, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. still get a lot of questions about sex, uh, as we should. Yes. Because... I think we were talking before we went on air. Yeah. There's not a lot of education out there. I mean, I'm sure there's none, you know, especially, I mean, at what point would you learn it? I mean, would it be in high school, in college, or is it just something you're relying on your parents to teach you? Neither one of those things is good. <laughs> so, right, exactly. There's, there's, um, there's very little, and even the one, the stuff that's out there, and, it may not always be accurate. I mean, think know? about it for us. Did we, did in medical school, did we get any sex education? Okay, this is a funny story. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, I, grew, I graduated medical school in 92. So this is like, you know, late 80s, mm-hmm. early 90s. I forget it was my, maybe one of my first two years. We had the sex lecture okay. in med school. One. Okay. One. Okay. okay, so one hour out of... Four years, right? We had one hour sex lecture, but it wasn't by a person. It wasn't by uh, uh, a lecturer, an expert, mm-hmm. or uh, anything like that. It was a video. They showed us a video of two frogs, not real frogs, <laughs> but like animated frogs having sex. Why frogs? frogs? I don't know. <laughs> But in now, I, this is in in Virginia, right. USA. This right. is this is not in a foreign place or country. Literally, in 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 the late eighties, early nineties, the extent of, of the sex, sex education. education in medical school, not undergrad, not whatever medical school, was watching animated frogs having sex. Right, and that was it. And it was like no talking during it it was just like music that's it that's what i got how about you i i mean we we might have gotten something but obviously it must not have it didn't stick because i don't really remember it at all so so not as detailed as the frogs well i think i might have remembered the frogs clearly that (laughs) has stuck with me for 30 years almost so so clearly it made an impression you know and i definitely feel like commonly all the time 
you know, as OBGYNs, we're being asked to to deal with, you know, sexual issues, low libido, even for like our even teenagers and, and young women, you know, definitely there are like concerns and complaints about sex. Now, are there more, I guess we're hearing more of the complaints, like the, than, yeah, well, than well, just you, like asking questions well, in I have, general. I have had women, definitely, I have definitely had women and it always like stuck with me. You know, I, I've had women ask me about their anatomy. Right. And didn't really know like what certain parts were. I've had that before. Right. I definitely had a patient in, and she was in her 40s and after having children, and she basically, and I know she was really kind of embarrassed to ask me and talk about it, but she had had an orgasm and didn't know what it was. So, you mean she described what, what it, an orga- what and orgasm it, was? And she was says, like, what, what, was, what happened to me? Right. What is that? Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, and that's the people who ask. I who bet ask, you. I yeah. bet you. There's a lot more who just, just too embarrassed. Too to embarrassed. Bring it up. So, yeah. so that's what the that's what we're going to talk about today. We're talking about sex, mm-hmm. right? Isn't there a song like that? Like that? Let's talk about sex, baby. Ooh, we got Salt some pepper. singing. <laughs> Salt and Peppa, right? Not pepper, but Peppa. 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 There you go. All right. So, shout out to Salt and Pepper if they're listening. <laughs> so, all right. So let me. I'm going to ask you some quick questions, okay. some general. Then I'm going to get into, if it's okay, you know, specific questions. Okay. I'm asking you. Like okay. Maybe I'm the patient. And remember, I was, yeah. I am not a sex therapist. But you're a doctor. Yeah. I am a physician, <laughs> but I'm not. For those who don't know, we're both uh, obstetrician gynecologists yes. here in central New Jersey area mm-hmm. and uh, near Princeton, New Jersey. So... You know, I think I think you're qualified to answer. Well, I'll try. Some my, I will questions. try my best. I will definitely try I'm my gonna, best. I'm gonna say you're qualified. Okay. And if you're not, I am. Okay. So, so you know, I'll correct you if you if, uh, well, you're, if, you. if you're thank wrong. Thank you. Please, thank you. But I'm sure you're not. Okay. Go ahead. Maybe. So, all right. So, uh, all right. Okay. We see a lot of pregnant women. What about sex during pregnancy? Is that okay? That's completely fine. Okay. I mean, I, I would only. Like if there were any issues like with like bleeding issues or like placental previa issues, you know, you may say hold off. But right. other than that, I'd be like, go so, for it. So like throughout the entire Absolutely. Pregnancy. As long as she wants to. Aha. <laughs> Sometimes she doesn't want to. Right. If she doesn't want to, then you can, you can use it and say, you know, say the doctor told you not to. <laughs> yeah, I always give a note just to, <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. You know, uh, sex drive varies throughout the pregnancy like. Usually it's down Absolutely. in the first trimester and well, the third. Well, because you probably feel horrible in the first trimester. For, you're nauseous, you're Fatigued. tired, you're fatigued. Yeah. Uh, and in the third trimester, you're... You're, in, you're maybe your back pain, pubic ba- pubic yeah. bone pain. You're uncomfortable, you know? It's like a baby's head in your pelvis. Right. You're just like, come on. You don't want anything else in your pelvis. Right. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Give me a break. But but second trimester is pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. I think you're feeling... That's when you're feeling, I guess, that more that glow, right? right. You're feeling good. Right. Hopefully looking good. Exactly yeah. right. Of course, your results may vary and... Everybody's different, and Absolutely. you shouldn't feel like you should feel something or not feel. You know, it, it varies. And that is, you know, hopefully your partner is definitely, you know, hopefully understanding and you know just supportive of whatever you want and don't want. 
you hope. You hope. You hope. All right. So, all right. That's a quick one. I, I got some good stuff coming. So oh, don't, Lordy. Don't, don't, don't you worry. <laughs> I wrote it all down. All right. So, okay. Sex after menopause. What about that? Uh, why would you stop? Aren't you supposed to stop after procreation is done? Do men stop? Well, that's different. Uh, okay. We're men. Right. I mean, I feel like women. For those listening, I'm being facetious. Yeah, so he's, I really he's, don't. He's I'm, being but Bruce. I'm, I'm playing Bruce. <laughs> the devil's ass. I'm playing the devil's ass. <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely feel like, unfortunately, I feel like, you know, maybe in this country, like, you look at women, they may not be seen as like sexual beings or we, we shouldn't desire and want to have sex, but. We are a sexual beings, so it's not only for like the twenty and the thirty somethings. Women should be able to have sex their whole entire life, if they desire to. Is it true? If you don't use it, you'll lose it. Is that true? I, I'm a believer. Of, I I am a believer of that. Yeah. I definitely feel like, I mean, women can have. I mean, definitely things change with menopause, and we know that. You know, definitely women can have certain issues you know, with sex or, like, issues with painful sex. But there are things that we can hopefully do to help improve that. But, yes, you, you do have to, to use your vagina. What if you don't have a partner, a male partner? Uh, wait, uh, let me rephrase because right, I'm, I'm not getting – I'm not getting – what if you don't have a partner? Just a partner. I guess a partner. Yeah. A partner. Yeah. I mean, don't – they make vibrators, right? What's that? <laughs> We're going to get to that in a second. All right. Don't think you could just use those, right? That is correct. I mean, you can definitely, I mean, I'll say that to my patients, right? Like when we're having these like talks about like sex and, you know, difficulty like orgasm, you know, I'll just say like, well, do you masturbate? Right. Or do you touch yourself? <gasps> you said the M word. I did say the M word. But, but, yes. I, but I say, but you know, some women are kind of embarrassed that I say that or whatever, but I'm like. Well, if you don't know how to please yourself, how does he know? Exactly. Right. And that's, I'd say the exact same thing. I don't so, get <laughs> what? Hate mail or anything like that. I don't think they have our address. So. Right, that will be good. We'll be so, good. Okay. I think we're, I think we're, yeah, I think but we're I mean, good. I think, I mean, I, I think it is our body, right? We should know how it works. And then to be able to pleasure yourself. Yes. Yes. And I think especially as a woman, I'm, I'm sure a lot of times, you know, we're never taught that or it's never allowed that that should be a way that we should feel and, and want to feel, you know, but it's not just reserved for men. I think the, well, I think going back in the past, like nobody mentioned masturbation. It was like taboo, right, male or female. Right. It was like, you know, you pretended... You didn't, it didn't do exist. it. It didn't, didn't exist. Yeah. You know. Uh, or it's seen as like it's like oh, dirty. You're you know? gonna get hair on your palms. You're gonna go blind. <laughs> or all this, <laughs> the things that are said. So that, but now I think now as I monitor social media as I do mm -hmm. for my job, you know. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I'm, of course. You know, I'm not really into it, just for the job. <laughs> so now I think it's. It's actually cool that men are saying they masturbate. It's like kind of okay. Right. So like they they could joke about it now. Right. It's like a you know you could say but not but not women. Women it's not up to that point yet. Or is it? Uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, I definitely follow some feeds or whatever, which they definitely you know they talk about that you know women you know kind of owning their sexuality. So I think it's definitely. 
becoming a bit more open, but definitely say, I'm sure for my generation and women older than me, like say women that are definitely menopausal, 50s, 60s, or whatever, that's definitely still, I'm sure, seen as taboo. Right. Right. Well, nobody can see how old you are, by the way. Oh, that's right. Because we're on, <laughs> it's just audio. Oh, sorry, sorry. So, sorry. But, so, yeah, so. I'm 47. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to give the exact. <laughs> You give a range. You're gonna say I'm 47. you're in I'm, your forties. I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm very you're, proud of you're that. You're in your forties. You're not gonna age shame me. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. I am slightly over fifty. Gotcha. If anybody needs to know. Yes, but no, I feel like a woman <laughs> definitely. I, I feel like you know it, it shouldn't matter a woman's age. You know, it's it shouldn't matter her age. You know, definitely a, a woman should be sexual as long as she desires to be sexual. Was that great, your answer? That is a great, great answer. Thank you. And that may come up later in my questions okay. because that, you know, that touches. So, yeah, so I want to ask you some questions. Yes, Let's say, like, I'll be the patient. Okay. And I have a, a list of questions I want to ask you, Dr. Proctor. Okay. Because okay. I don't feel comfortable asking Anybody else? Because okay. you okay. are fair, fair. a female Absolutely. gynecologist, Absolutely. and I think you will give me the correct question. Okay. Or the correct answer. Uh-huh. Okay. What's a G spot? You know what? Could you teach me what that is? Because I don't think I even really truly know what. I a actually G-spot know what it is. is. All right, go for it. Because okay. <laughs> clearly, you know, I, don't want, the, uh, I don't want I don't want too much TMI because I don't want my husband to hear this podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make sure he hears it, actually. So, actually, there's no exact right. one area well, the, that's a spot. But it's an anterior it's a, vaginal and, wall. Right. It's a, it's a confluence of areas uh, located in the anterior, mm-hmm. meaning the, the top v- vaginal wall. Do you now? Yeah. Guess what's also... In the anterior vaginal wall, behind the behind the scenes, behind the vagina that you cannot see, behind the vagina. Or yeah. Before, you, you mean your clitoris? Yeah. Well, I mean not behind it. I feel, well, I feel like it's more anterior. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I feel like I, the clitoris is the that's our G spot. That is it. So I think the G spot is really your your giving sensation to the clitoris. The clitoris actually, even though mm-hmm. describe the oh yeah, what is the clitoris, Doctor Proctor? What is what is what is that? What is the clitoris? Is it just a nerve bundle there? What is yeah, the clitoris? Believe it or not. Yeah. Okay, I did some research. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I okay. have researched the clitoris uh-huh. in detail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have. You know, it was a it was a rainy Thursday <laughs> evening and uh-huh. there was nothing on television. So, okay. So so basically basically the clitoris is the female organ that is embryological very similar to the penis. Right, to the glands, to the... Right, so, but it's not uh, the small little nodule mm-hmm. at the top area of the vagina mm-hmm. above where the urethra is, or above where you pee from. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. what you see is just the what we call the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. So really the, the clitoris just, is just at the, you could see it at the, that area of the top of the vulva, yeah, um, but it actually goes down Extends both. It both so it goes behind mm-hmm. the vulva vagina, mm-hmm. uh, and then basically goes down both sides. Mm-hmm. It, it actually splits into two, mm-hmm. and goes down both sides of the vagina, mm-hmm. uh, on the, you know on the top, 
um, and is re- actually quite long. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, guess what? Just like the penis, it when uh, arousal mm-hmm. is is there, it mm-hmm. elongates it engorges, and engorges, yeah. uh-huh. and basically, it's basically the female's version of the penis. It actually embryologically is, is the same. So, so what? Other things to learn. Also, other areas of the vagina, mm-hmm. what you, they call the vagina, but really it should be called the vulva, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it accompanies it accompanies uh, it's the labia, mm-hmm. uh, majora, labia minora, mm-hmm. clitoris, uh, vagina, perineum is mm-hmm. all the vulva. So, each part of the vulva is the same as the as its male counterpart. Right. So mm-hmm. the labia majora or the outer lips, mm-hmm. is the scrotum, scrotum. of the mm-hmm. male. The clitoris is the penis. Um, and what am I missing? I guess I the urethra is the same. So mm-hmm. so basically, early when a baby is formed, before it gets into male or female external genitalia, the chromosomes are there, of course, mm-hmm. but the external genitalia aren't there till like week five or mm-hmm. six or something or seven. You're doing your research. Oh, I have research. <laughs> Uh, it actually so the, actually it's the exact same things, but they but when the chromosome portion tell tells gives the message, uh, okay you're a whatever yeah right okay again the gender thing you <laughs> you have a penis and you have a vagina right that that yeah, works right yeah. so <laughs> you have to go with the penis versus vagina then those same organs form the same thing mm-hmm. so it's not like any different mm-hmm. material. Uh, so it's actually the same thing. So the the clitoris actually starts at the top, but then goes behind mm-hmm. the the vagina area and is pretty actually pretty long, maybe like four four centimeters long mm-hmm. on either side. So mm-hmm. it's actually a quite so interesting. That's, that's what needs to be stimulated. So so the G spot is basically the area of the vagina that basically is right. Over the clitoral, the clitoris. Mm-hmm. I'm going to still call it the clitoris because it it actually goes far beyond what you could see. Right. Okay. So how about that? So I that know. so the G spot is really just an area where the clitoris is stimulated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So which brings us into orgasm. Do not ask me questions about this. I feel like I need to have studied before this. <laughs> I told you I'm not a sex therapist. Uh, well. What? That is correct. Yes. No, also, so, so, so there's something out there mm-hmm. called the orgasm divide or orgasmic divide. So whereas, as I guess more men and women have different thoughts about orgasm. About orgasm. Okay. Okay. Right? okay. So, so I think the thought out there, okay. maybe for both men and women, is that orgasm female. We're talking about female orgasm. Okay. Male is pretty simple, so we'll okay. skip it. Okay. Female orgasms are from vaginal penetration only. No. That's no. what men think, and that's what a lot of women think. That you, uh, you're. Or real, quote-unquote, real orgasms are from vaginal penetration by a penis or or, or penis-like structure. Right, 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 right. But it's not true. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I would say that I feel like it would be very difficult, you know, just only from penetration for women to, like, orgasm every single time. I feel like definitely clitoral stimulation will hopefully... 
you know, enhance orgasm and or definitely cause orgasm. So definitely when I'm talking to my patients, you know, I'm definitely talking about that too as well when you're having sex to, you know, stimulate your clitoris to hopefully be able to orgasm. Don't men need to know that? Well, I hope they, I, I thought they did. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't, so. I don't, I don't I really... see men as patients, so I never really give them this advice. <laughs> and trust me, that conversation is never going on in the room with oh, their partner never. there. Never. Right. So their partner is never there when we're having never. these type of discussions. So, so, but I think a lot of, because I think a lot of women, this goes back to lack of uh, sex education. Mm-hmm. I think women think that, uh, Orgasms are only through penetration, or or if or, right. maybe, uh, or if they get them, that's the way they're supposed to get them, and not any other way. No, nah, I mean, only reason I say I don't know if I believe that's true because there there are other ways. I mean, women don't just orgasm with penetration. I mean, there are other there's oral sex that can be done, you know. And what's that? Just talking about it. <laughs> oh. Right, right, and and just you know, and generally, women typically will orgasm with. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. I think honestly, I think this is like a an area that gets into like the complaints about sex, like mm-hmm. uh, lack of desire, uh, pain during well, sex. And I and I'd say, I mean, whether I mean whether this is fully true or not, I mean, I do tell my patients or when when I'm talking to them, I was like, you know, sometimes when women have like the 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 lowest libido, I feel like are times when women are like after childbirth or like very young kids, right? Very small right. kids. Oh, right. And then definitely, you know, I'm sure like menopause, right? Like those are those two time periods where I feel like libido is, can be much more of an issue, yeah. you know? And I think just trying to like normalize and say like, look, there's nothing wrong with you. You you are okay. You are fine, you know? But then just trying to figure out just different ways to try to like, well, well how can we improve that? What can we do? You right. know, and and that I feel like that becomes the hard part for women because I feel like well we don't really have out there in our arsenal like the Viagra's and the Cialis or okay you just pop a pill and that's going to fix it and just you know make me want to have sex. Right. I feel like right. it's, you know, and that's probably our biggest like if if there's complaints it's right. it's about desire. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or lack yeah, thereof. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I, I mean, but I mean, I don't. I mean, if you're if you've been in a relationship with your significant other, your partner for a long time, right? What, 10, 15, 20 years? Are you gonna always feel like you want to have sex with them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, or being being like honest about that, right? right? I mean, your relationship will be up and down. I mean, there are gonna be times where you know. Sometimes, if there are issues in the relationship, that will manifest itself in sometimes desire issues. You know, um, actually, the the I guess when you have to define like desire disorder, it's usually only if there's a discrepancy between, in the it, between right. the partners. Absolutely. Because if everybody's okay with the then frequency, you're then you're good. If there's right. not causing a problem in the relationship, but I then feel like okay. I usually feel like though there is a little bit of a Divide. There is definitely a divide, and I feel like it usually it sways. Usually, I can't say one hundred percent. Maybe with the the male partner, maybe being a bit disgruntled with the frequency. That is, I've heard that. Right. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll, we'll talk more, I guess, a little later. So let's talk. I have a question. Mm-hmm. From you know, from the patients. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You may, I think you mentioned it before. Vibrators. What's what's a vibrator? What is that? 
Never heard of it. It's a little device you buy from a store. <laughs> How am I going to buy that from a store? But you don't even buy from a store now. I mean, we live in the age of the internet, okay? You can go to Thank websites, God. purchase it, and have it delivered to your home. All right, let's in say... In a very discreet little package. Let's say you're a woman. You've never used a vibrator before. What do you, what, where do you start? What do you get? I'm, I mean... What do you buy? What, I don't know. It, do I guess it at? just depends on, you know... <laughs> How much you want to experiment, right? You know, if you want, I mean, I'm sure all of them will give like clitoral stimulation, but if you want that plus penetration, you just kind of figure out what you're looking for. All right. What if the woman, mm-hmm. woman, the the person with the vagina, yes. with the vulva, yes. person with the vulva, mm-hmm. gets a vibrator uh-huh. and really likes it? Okay. And won't that replace their partner and won't that and what if she could only orgasm with a the vibrator. vibrator and not her you know what person. what about i mean don't they sell things right where you would actually can incorporate that with sex and then basically the man just wears it and it will just vibrate against her clitoris while you're having sex yes okay yes so there we go that's how we can incorporate the two <laughs> You're absolutely correct. And uh, I think there's a lot of... But but I think yeah. women, I, I definitely think, and I, I will tell my I say this to my patients all the time, like, look, like, if you've been with your partner for a long period of time, like, or just, you got to spice it up sometimes. You have to try different things. And right. I think it's, and I think sometimes women definitely feel like it's hard for them to be vocal. It's hard for them to say those things because right. they don't, you know, I guess want to offend anyone, want to hurt anyone's feelings or complain about anything, but you have to try to... Right. Yes. And that adds to the, the drive. The, the desire right, increases. Absolutely. So, right. So, I don't, like I say, I don't feel like in general there's a lot of like this idea of the magic pill for the woman, right? So it you doesn't have, exist. It does, right. So we there have are things to out there, but do things to... Right. And I think it's okay to change it up a bit, you know, to hopefully like add to the relationship and add to your sex life. I think is what I think. Yes. I think, well, I think, right, women are, I think, afraid to bring it up to the partner that, oh, how about bringing a vibrator in the right, bedroom with us? Right, right, um, I think there are men who probably would Maybe uh, be, be offended. Be, I guess that. you have to, uh, communication is key, and if somebody's offended, but I think you just have to tell them that, you know, it's not there to replace you. It's mm-hmm. there to enhance. Right. Right, it's all yeah. it's all about enhancement, and I think I think in general men want to satisfy their partner. partner. I think mm-hmm. they do, but I don't always think they know how. Right. So because you know education is not there. Mm-hmm. So if if you're a guy and you're watching porn mm-hmm. or a girl and watching porn, mm-hmm. you're you know you're not th- you're thinking penetration is is the key, and I have to have a very large penis, mm-hmm. and I have to my my Female partner, my oh, my, my my person with a vulva has to orgasm during penetration right. with my large penis, or else I'm a failure. Right, and I think that's what men think. So there's a lot of uh, right. There's I a think, lot of misconceptions out there. And I think that to me that adds to male sexual dysfunction, like mm-hmm. uh, erectile dysfunction mm-hmm. and performance issues and mm-hmm. premature ejaculation. Mm-hmm. I think is all maybe on this subcontext of they they're maybe got the wrong idea of what of how to please their partner. please their partner or how to give their partner an orgasm mm-hmm. and i think because of the lack there's no education out there of anybody telling them and i think that's adds to a lot of female and male 
problems. Mm-hmm. Which I, I would agree. Yeah, I would. Which is a big that. industry out there, because you know every football game you see a Viagra. Come Absolutely, <laughs> trust me. My my kids ask me like, "What is that?" I'm like, "Good boy." Exactly. <laughs> well, you should tell them. You should educate them. I mean, trust me. I have no problem with with having this. We'll have the sex talk with my kids. Okay. Not oh. now, though, but we will. Well, my, mine are older, but I totally avoided the topic. Right. And, and Who gave the sex talk? That's my wife. There you go. I left, <laughs> and you're the OBGYN. Absolutely. Okay. I left it to the to the missus, <laughs> to, the, to, to, to the Penny Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> she did a great job. There you go. All right. All right. So let's talk about lubrication. Okay. Is yes. is that a thing? Should should women use lube, or should they just be naturally? Uh, aroused I mean, I guess it depends and, how. I guess it depends how. And naturally lubricated. I guess it depends on how into the man they are. Uh, uh-huh. Wait a minute! <laughs> whoa, whoa! So and you're... how much foreplay, and is he doing a good job? Okay. <laughs> Some play. Okay, I'll, I'll accept those second two. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would say definitely. I do feel like yes, foreplay would be key, right? Because right. it's not going to just like. You know, all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, I'm completely lubricated or whatever. Right. I'm ready for sex. I mean, you do need foreplay, right? Right. But I do feel like there are times when women would, would need lubrication. You know, there are other instances. You know? Especially after menopause. And even after children. After a childbirth. Breastfeeding. Yes. Breastfeeding. Yes. All top, or, or maybe f- f- early in their sexual career. <laughs> Career. Career. Their sexual or life. Their life, yeah. like after f- having intercourse for the first couple I'm sure times. They don't know, you don't know what you're doing. And you, and I'm sure it's probably not enjoyable. Right. <laughs> Why are you looking at me when he's you're like looking right at me? So, all right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. So there's different types of lubricants, right? Yeah. There's water-based. There's uh, there's, silicone. So, there's so many different ones. There's also um, hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic acid. Yeah. That's a big one. That's a big one. Now. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. So what, doctor, you're Blunt. my doctor. Uh-huh. You're my doctor. All right. What which lubricant should I buy? Well, we. I mean, I would generally previously say just like water based lubricants, right? Like the the Astroglide. Ky like, Astroglide. Right. But but recently I've been doing more of the hyaluronic acid products, like the Halo Gyn and the the Reverie. You know those type of products. We're not. By the way, we're right. not sponsored. Right. We're not sponsored by but I would love to be. If anybody's <laughs> listening wants to sponsor me, please feel free. But right now we're not sponsored, so we but, can but, we can say brand names. So, but yeah. right, it's okay. It's okay. But to say because I feel like I just do feel like they have more of it like a natural feel. And, you know, so those are the ones I've definitely, and they also have ones that one that are more of like, um, you know, the, the insert of the, the product, the, the moisturizing or lubricating product, but they have the, the ovules too that women can just right. insert and then give them, you know, lubrication and more of a natural feel as a moisturizer. Correct. And then yeah. and there's also silicone, and mm-hmm. then there's oil-based. Are you still using coconut oil? No, still? I don't know. I use it. That's use, gone. That's, that's kind of like, gone. That's, I feel like we definitely more. faded out. I feel like more of. Or the hyaluronic. hyaluronic acid yeah. ones, yeah. All right, so those out there look for and also another yeah, hyaluronic. One I like the, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like a balm. It's called V Magic. Uh, like yes, V Magic. Like and that. I heard that's available at like Whole Foods. It was at Whole Foods. I don't know if it's there. No I haven't looked. I haven't looked recently, but it was there. Okay, okay. But yeah. they're 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 definitely 
moisturizers, their lubricants. So the products are out there. Right. I think, you know. It may be trial and error. You it's just trial and error. Oh, there's another what, yeah. good one. It's called Good Clean Love. Okay. <laughs> so Good Clean Love. What's but, the other What's the other one? The high alloy. Well, there's Hallow GYN. GYN. Yeah. And Reverie's another one. Reverie. Yeah. So there's, there's products out there. Right. It's just that I think sometimes you're trying to figure out, okay, which one to use. And to tell them, you need to use it. Yes. You, you've got to, yeah, especially with, with menopause, you got to use it. Got to use the lube. You do. Don't fear the lube. Don't fear the lube. It's, Absolutely. Right? It's so, necessary. Even with a vibrator, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't. You don't want to cause any little tears or abrasions or anything. Because then it'll hurt, and then you'll, and then you won't want to do it because well, it hurts. I think that's definitely say with menopause, what happens to women is painful, and then they fear it. You know, right. so you don't want to get into that like cycle where you're. Scared. Yeah, the whole the whole uh, you know desire disorder, mm-hmm. pain, uh, mm-hmm. this disorder called dyspareunia. That's mm-hmm. the technical term, mm-hmm. uh, and. Even orgasmic disorder is probably also it's it's a big cycle. Probably interrelated. If, if, if you could anywhere in the cycle, you could have one of those, mm-hmm. and then it'll cause all of all those of issues. Yeah, because if if sex hurts, then you're not going to want to do it. Right. You have no desire, yes. and then if it hurts, you're not going to have an orgasm. Yeah. So and the, it's going to cause definitely. I mean, I, I definitely whether true or not. I don't. I don't know if that's true. Because, you know, I don't know to see in a podcast, like, I don't want to ever get in trouble for any type of misinformation or anything. But, I could edit it. Okay, you edit it out. Yeah, but I always feel like sometimes in relationships, I mean, sex becomes the barometer, right? Like, if 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 you're not having sex, the relation, you're having some issues with the relationship, right? And right. I definitely, and I, and I remember my husband said this to me one time, and I think we had young kids, our kids were smaller. What did he say? He said to me, we were just like talking about it, and he said, you know, if a couple doesn't like have sex anymore, he's like, you know, we're just roommates. And I was like, damn. <laughs> How rude. But, but it's kind of. He's so insensitive. No, no, no. But it was kind of, I mean, it's. But he could barbecue. He can barbecue. He yeah. has a mean brisket. Right. But but to say, you know. I'm getting there. But sex, yeah. you, I think definitely, you know, in your relationship and, and definitely, you know, hopefully making both sides like happy and having that as part of your relationship, it, it really, it, it really, you know, shows, I guess, maybe sometimes like the health of the relationship. I, I think yeah. that's accurate. I think yeah. that's accurate. But again, it has to be. Each couple has their own absolutely. version of, of a, their own them. barometer. Absolutely. What's so good for your them. Your barometer may not be my barometer and right. may not be so and so's barometer. Absolutely. Bro. So I think communication is important and it's huge. Communication with the partner was so what you have to I guess you have to decide on what your barometer is. Right. And usually there is a you're right. Usually usually the male will have the higher barometer. barometer. <laughs> but not always. Not always. But not always. And also so, to say and I and I think I, I mean whether whether you think this way or not, I definitely feel like sometimes in my mind, I feel like maybe say for men, you know, maybe why those medications can work, work for them. It's maybe, it may be a blood flow issue, right? Which is causing maybe their, their dysfunction or a problem with erection. Where, whereas I feel like a lot of times for women, it's not just one thing that like impacts the libido or their sex drive. So it's easier for men is what you're saying. I- it's easier for me. The app, well, you know, I don't want to you know, say it, but probably, I, you know. I think I agree. Okay. I think I agree. All right, so to re- to recap, important things are lube, uh, 
vibrators, clitoris. A clitoris. Okay. Those are three take homes. Everybody's gotta gotta know and Absolutely. and use and experiment with. Yes. Clitoris is longer than you think. That hey, you taught me something. G shit. spot, <laughs> G area. You taught me something, Bruce. With there. some lube. Also, I think I. It is easier for men. I think I agree. But I think, but there's a, there wouldn't be that many commercials if it was that simple for Viagra and Cialis. But and you know, it's funny. You have all these commercials for for men. What about women? Nothing. Nothing. Nada. It's crickets. Crickets. Not, okay. Oh please, I've you know there's a. Now is this true? Is this true? Because I've never I've never picked up a prescription of like Vi, uh, Viagra Cialis. Is that typically covered by insurance? Why are you looking at me? I'm just look, I'm eyeballing you. <laughs> Only because I'm a physician. <laughs> I know. Um, I will tell you this: if you don't have a coupon, mm-hmm. for like like the, you know here they have good RX coupon. Okay. It's literally, it's literally. $300 a month. For Viagra? For Viagra. Okay, so that was a misconception I had. Right. I thought that that was something that was kind of covered for men. Whereas, say, for women, like like hormonal th- things right. are expensive as well. No, they're, 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 it's getting bad for the men Too. also. Okay. And, okay. and it's, the insurance companies aren't covering it. It's, like, very expensive. Because okay. um, that's generally a complaint that women will have. Like, say, if you're using, like, hormonal creams, things oh, like yeah, that, yeah. like the expense yeah. of that. No, now the, the big pharma is getting the, the guys, too, now. The, okay. now. Now they're coming after us, so we got some problems. <laughs> but it was just the women, it was all right. right, right now right. they're coming after us. Right. Uh, no, it's, like, really expensive. And it, that's why, like, you see you see these commercials for, like, for like uh, call us so you can have a telehealth visit and get a prescription for Viagra mm-hmm. and a coupon and et cetera, et cetera. And you can get them on, everybody's getting them online now because okay. it's too expensive gotcha. just to go to the okay. Just to the right pharmacy, okay. Yeah, okay. no, so, no, it's it's very expensive and you gotta like. You gotta do your research. You gotta do your research. Okay, okay, all right. Because I'm a physician, I have to do. You know, you know, you have know. to, you have have to, to check know. it out. I, I got to check it out. All right, so, oh, what about pornography? Okay. Is is it okay? What is it? I, bad I, 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 to I mean, watch I, I can't. Porn? You know, I you know what that that's one thing because one we're, we're we're not therapists, so I don't know where that line is where it's an addiction or it, it is something problematic. Um, but to say I do feel like I mean, people use pornography. People will definitely watch pornography. I'm sure men and women, you know, watch pornography. Right. Right. So I mean, I can't necessarily say it's something bad. I mean, well, at least women do. I don't know about that. <laughs> but to say, I mean, I think maybe if it's like causing a problem within your relationship or interfering in your relationship, maybe that's when it's kind of crossed the line. Yeah, I think it goes with anything. There's like there's good and bad, right. and like if right if you're using it as an adjunct mm-hmm. to sexual arousal. And it's right not causing right. any problems, and you know, yeah. it's, for men and women, uh, it's perfectly fine. But right, if it's becoming addiction, which it can be, right, and and causing adverse uh, relationship issues, and you'd rather watch porn than, than be with your partner, then maybe then it's causing a problem. You get a problem. Of course, there's also a lot of, you know. A the lot type of, of pornography. Type of, the porno- type of pornography. You know, yeah. there's yeah. Where you maybe there's the good porn <laughs> and the bad porn and the bad porn. Just stay away from the bad. Porn. Just stay away from the bad porn. Just go for the good porn. Okay. Is, is my advice. And you, <laughs> what's that famous line? I don't know what it is, but 
what porn is, but I know I know it if I see it. Right. There, so yeah. you don't know what bad porn is, but you'll know it if you when see you it. See, if it yeah. makes you uncomfortable, then it's probably exactly. A problem. Yeah. And of course, look, you know, make sure there's everybody has consent in you know. Right. You know, consent yeah. is you know. That's huge. Consent is huge. Consent is key. Consent is so. Add that to the list. Clitoris, lube, lube vibrators, and consent. There you go. Those are the take-home points. Okay, we're running out of time. <laughs> Let my here's my last question. Okay. What about anal sex? I don't know much about that. Okay. I will tell you, I have had a patient. I've had patients ask me I about it. I wish I had video because I like your <laughs> facial expression. That... I've had patients ask me about it. Yeah, because this, this will be a question, They have right? asked me about it, but right. I don't, as I say, I am not a sex therapist. I was never, like, taught in medical school, like, the like how to give that kind of advice, right? Right. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, yeah, All right, well, no. I'll give you the, give me the basics. I mean, well, like you're a doctor. Is, what if a patient is it, is it going to harm me? Is it, is I don't it, think it is, will harm is, you. Is, is it I'm like, sure I use a lot of lube. Lube, lube right? Right, I use a lot of lube. Right. I don't think it would harm you. I mean, but... But I'll, yeah. but I, it's, as long as you have consent. What? I didn't hear you. <laughs> do you need to do like an enema first or something? Well, you're looking at me again. I don't know. <laughs> Just it's, I guess it's it depends on the kinda, person. Kind of clean it out some? I don't know. I guess it depends I on... I don't know, right? So that would be one I would... You're going to defer... I would have to defer. I would definitely have to defer because I couldn't. I, I feel like I wouldn't really. I wouldn't want to tell him anything wrong. I get, but it, I mean, I, th- I think they probably would just want to know. It, you know, my 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 person, my partner with a penis wants to do that. Yeah, is that okay? I is that okay? Be fine. It'd be just. I would think just lube. That's lube, pretty much it. Yeah, I would say lube, wine. <laughs> Relaxation. There you go. And if it hurts, you know, stop. Stop. If right. you know, if it's painful, make, make sure it's con- everything's consensual. Consent is key. Lube, clitoris, vibrator, and consent. And consent. I think I said consent first. It was like, that's important. So important. We said it twice. And of course, protection. Right. Well, yeah. Co- you know, con- you know, if especially if you're not in a, in a monogamous relationship, absolutely, condoms, you got to protect yourself. Correct, correct. I mean, you just, I mean, you cannot tell by looking at a person if there's going to be any issues. So as a woman, you always oh, have to protect yourself. I actually heard this yeah. a lot. Like, okay. I, I, you know, I always give my spiel, but make sure you use protection. Yeah. And it's a new relationship. Yeah. And she goes, well, I, I inspected it. It looks fine. So I think we're okay. You inspected yeah, it? Yeah, the, okay. they All inspected right. it. So no. I, no, no. No. No go. No, no, no. No go. You got to use protection. Protection. You got to wrap it yeah. up. Right, especially with the, with the anal sex, <laughs> that's you're actually more likely to to yeah, transmit. Yeah, so I'm sure this might be more little tear, more like more right, tears. exactly abrasions right. or something like Ex- that. Exactly right. So, so protection, mm-hmm. consent mm-hmm. twice. Yes. Lube, clitoris, clitoris, vibrator, orgasm. Yeah, that's a biggie. That's it. That's it. Well, you know, that's the all. That's all leads up. Right. I think that's in succession. <laughs> All right, Asha. I think Dr. Proctor. Yes. I think I think that that's all. I, that's all the questions I had. Did I miss anything? Did you no, something? I don't, is there I don't any, think I have any. I mean, you really hit me with some doozies there. So you know. I do. I do my research. Yeah. I do my so research. it was good for the job. For only for the job. Only for the job. It's the only reason. <laughs> all right. Well, so thank you for having so, me. So so welcome. So thank you for being. Uh, the first guest on season three, and you're always, of course, welcome. You're thank always you, a re- you, recurring character. And we'll have, but we're, we're gonna, I'm gonna do, have a nice, diverse, uh, I All think, right. 
we're gonna have to like split up for a little while. We do. You need to just really show. And I have to see other people, and on the I have to hear other people on the podcast. Okay. But you're you know, Dr. Proctor is always welcome. Thank you. Thank to, you very to, much. to enter the studio. <laughs> And, and talk about women's health care. All, right. All right. All right, guys. Peace out. Peace. And we will we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.